This is Monday, February 19th. It's President's Day. Does evil seem overpowering to you? Is it frightening? It's also shocking? Sometimes when we hear about it, it takes our breath away. Now this week, in our study of Beyond the Ordinary, we dial down into understanding the transcendent nature that is behind the great evil in our world by looking at one of the miracles of Jesus. This miracle is one that the Gospel writers provide the greatest amount of detail on. Last week, we looked at how Jesus calmed the sea as the disciples were crossing Galilee with him. As soon as they arrive on the eastern bank of the Sea of Galilee, they meet with another kind of storm, one that could be as frightening as the sea, but it's a storm inside a man. Here's what happened. This is Mark chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. They, that's the disciples in Jesus, came to the other side of the sea to the country of the Gerasenes. And when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him on, out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. He lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him any more, not even with a chain. For he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he wrenched the chains apart and he broke the shackles in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. Now, as soon as we hear about this man with an unclean spirit, our sensibilities rise up in objection. In our day, we don't believe in demons or unclean spirits or even Satan, really. If you want to learn a lot about people, look for what they will not talk about. We find it easy in our culture to talk about politics or sex, but bring up Satans or demons and you will see shock. Modern Western people don't believe that they exist and they refuse to talk about the possibility. So what is going on? We have no categories for speaking about the supernatural or the transcendent. Modern people really don't even like speaking about God. So what are we to do with miracles like this? Well, first, we notice that Jesus believes in evil spirits. And again, today, people want to chalk this up to the fact that Jesus is living in a pre-modern, pre-scientific world. We have transferred most ideas like this to the realm of mental health issues, but not Jesus. Why not? He knows that evil is complex and often rooted in spiritual realities. Not always rooted there, but quite often. Think of how bewildering school shootings are, or the evil atrocities that take place in war. This is overwhelming and does not easily fit into our categories. For example, at the time, Germany was one of the most advanced societies the world had ever known. and This was the time when the Nazis gained power. Yet look at the evil they perpetrated. How could this have happened in the most civilized place on earth? This is dumbfounding for us. We must admit we just can't understand evil using completely human categories and terms. The power of evil transcends our human understanding. 
And second, we can admit that we cannot understand or deal with evil simply using human ingenuity. If we had the tools to understand and resolve the problem of evil, well, we would have done so a long time ago. About 20 years ago, a professor in New York State named Andrew Del Banco wrote a book entitled The Death of Satan, How Americans Have Lost the Sense of Evil. He complained about the way we no longer believe in Satan and how we have cut the idea of transcendent evil out of modern life. Why did he complain? He put it like this, a gulf has opened up in our culture between the visibility of evil and the intellectual resources available for coping with it. In other words, with the way news spreads around the world, we see stories accounting for stunning evil but we lack the human tools to process and deal with it. We like to think we can cure anything with a pill or better education or a new social program, but evil remains at hand. We're powerless to fully understand it, and we can't control it or tamp it down. It's frightening and seems to break out almost anywhere and everywhere. So what are we to do about it? This is why this miracle is so encouraging to us. Jesus not only shows his absolute power over the storm, but he also calms a man completely overtaken by evil. He also shows us what he's come to do. Now, at various times in the Gospel of Mark, we hear those with unclean spirits address Jesus. Here's the account from the first encounter recorded by Mark in his gospel. This is Mark chapter 1, verse 24. The man with the unclean spirit cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Now the people around Jesus have not yet figured out who he is, but the unclean spirit knows perfectly. But notice the concern. Has Jesus come to destroy them? Here is our encouragement for today. Jesus has come, the one who has power over the evil powers at work in our world. The evil that is beyond us is not beyond him. And that's the picture we get from the description of this man. No one can help him. No, even chains cannot hold him. He has superhuman power. That is, no one can help him but Jesus. Jesus has the power to save those trapped in the deepest and darkest place. He has the power to calm the distressed mind and calm the tortured heart, and we can trust in him. Let's pray. Father God, evil frightens us. It can take our breath away. It seems meaningless at times but it continues to assert itself in our world. Remind us that Jesus has power over evil and those who are found in him are, are protected and given life. Father, we know that Jesus has come to destroy the works of the evil one. Help us to rest in him, for we pray in his name. Amen. Amen.